If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is The Art of Awesome, episode number 31. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Welcome back everyone to The Art of Awesome. I am your host, Nick Troutman, and this is the show where we search for that secret sauce to awesome results in our everyday life. And today is a Friday Fire, so... I get to uh, have a little one-on-one conversation with you guys and and kind of talk deep about one thing that is uh, on the top of my mind. If you guys uh, are new to the show, Mondays we have uh, longer format interviews with all sorts of different people and top performers in in their own rights in different aspects. And Fridays we've got these one-on-one talks, which are super cool, much more short uh, format. And if you guys haven't already subscribed, if you're new, go ahead and please hit subscribe. If you guys are tuning back in, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, And yeah, so for today on Friday Fire, I wanted to talk about does slow and steady win the race? I mean, we've heard this story from probably from when we're all, you know, children about the tortoise and the hare. And if you haven't heard the story, spoiler alert. Uh, the tortoise ends up winning, but it's the whole idea between the tortoise who is a turtle, you know, very slow animal, slow and steady, and the hare, which is a rabbit, super fast animal, and they decide to have this running race. And uh, honestly, it's been a while since I've read the story, um, but I think like the rabbit, the hare, uh, takes a nap at some point. He's just like so far ahead that he kind of does these things. Um, and essentially puts himself in a situation because he's so far ahead that he's lackadaisical and I don't know if it's lazy or what, but he just ends up losing to the tortoise. Okay. That that's the gist of the story. Um, and kind of the, the, the saying behind it is slow and steady wins the race. And you, you may have heard that, you know, sometime throughout your life, but I've always really, been curious about that concept, right? I I mean, I've raced many times. I've definitely done a lot of running races and I've never really understood that, you know, slow and steady wins the race until recently. And so this past weekend, um, I was actually at the Green River race in North Carolina kayaking uh, for one of the biggest races of the year, definitely the biggest race this year because all the other races were canceled, but that's beside the point. Um, so yeah, we were down there for the green river race and it was awesome. And 
it's it's definitely class five, and I'm pretty nerve wracked every time I come into the gorilla. And and there's definitely a couple moves on that river that are uh, intimidating for me. So my my um, race strategy this year was to just stay calm, stay focused, do a nice, slow, and steady, easy pace, and really focus on um, technique and focus on my strokes for the actual, you know, moves that were important. And so that I had the, I had the energy and I had the focus to make the moves for the important moves. Anyway, long story short, the whole, the whole focus was just slow and steady. Um, and through and through every practice run and my, my race run, I was consistently faster than I have been in the past. And it really got me thinking. And, I, and I've actually thought of this, you know, in, in many other races before, but for some reason, this race really kind of brought it out in, in my mind and made it really clear how slow and steady can win the race. It doesn't always win the race. And, and Dane, my brother-in-law, who's super fast, and he was in a long boat and I was in a short boat, so totally different classes, but he was all about paddling hard, way harder than I was, and he was way faster than I was. Um, But when I was talking with him about what pace he was at, he was telling me that he was still going at a 60% pace. So even though he was faster, we were both kind of still going with the same strategy of slow down, go at a cruisy pace, and focus those strokes and make sure to... um, really nail the the important crux moves. And so the whole run around here is the slow and steady concept is don't just run all out because there was also sprinters and there was also racers out there that they'd sprint right off the gate, bam, 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 super hard stroke, right? They might even go like super hard for the first like, I don't know, 30 seconds, maybe even a minute if they could last that long. But the race is about five minutes, maybe, you know, I think Dane was actually aiming for under four minutes, but it's between four to five minutes. And you can't keep that pace up for that long. And and even if you could, when you're going at that pace, you're not focused on making the important strokes and, and making those crux moves. And so you make mistakes and those mistakes actually cost you more time than you make up by by sprinting really hard. And I was trying to trying to analyze this whole concept of the slow and steady and and put it into a way that would you know explain how you can take this out of kayak racing and implement it into just everyday life. And and what it got me thinking was when you're setting goals um it's easy to you know do the sprint go all out. I've definitely done this myself and I'm sure, you know, some other people have, maybe you have uh, as well, that January 1st comes around, you decide to write out, you know, your goals for the year um, and you get really, you know, excited, you write down all these audacious goals, maybe you write down way too many of them and, you know, maybe by February you've already started to, you know, miss some of these goals, you've already started to drop them, maybe you know, whether it's like, I'm going to read every day or whether I'm going to work out every day or I'm going to eat healthy or whatever it is that your goals are, you either make too many goals. Um, so you're not able to focus enough energy on all of them, or you make 
really big goals and still a lot of them that you're not able to focus your energy on uh, what's important to you. And so the whole concept that I have kind of realized with this whole slow and steady wins the race concept is figure out what you want to do, figure out that end goal, figure out, you know, your, your five-year goal vision, your one-year goal vision, whatever it is that you're, you're aiming for, and figure out how can you do this in a way that you can go at a nice, easy pace, a nice, calm, and collective pace, and really focus your energy when needed. Focus it on the, you know, those crux points. So if it's to lose 10 pounds, okay, let's just use that as a random example. Maybe it means that you need to work out every day, which could include, you know, yoga if need be. It could include just walking around the block if need be. But what you really want to be focusing on um, as well is the intake and uh, calorie consumption or protein consumption or, you know, whatever it is that you're that you're kind of focusing around with with weight loss. And you've got a lot a lot of these different goals, but you're also trying to narrow down and stay focused on the crux part. Like what's the crux part of losing weight? Well, depending on how you're trying to do it, it's either um, exercise or it's um, intake. So it's the food that you're eating. Those are essentially the two ways that you're going to lose weight, right? You either eat less or eat more healthy foods um, or you exercise more. And I'm not trying to say that I've got all the secret sauce to, uh, to, to weight loss. I mean, go talk to somebody else who's spent like their whole life devoted to that if you really want to get into weight loss. But my concept here is to focus down on the crux points of your goal and stay with consistent action. When I was paddling at that green race this past weekend, what I did know was if I was to go at a cruisy calm pace, I had to keep my stroke rate consistent and keep strong regardless where I was at. Really try not to be taking breaks. And I was just trying to consistently take like good deep breaths of air and and just a really consistent, nice, strong, but cruisy stroke rate. And that's kind of just the way I think we need to implement towards whatever our goals are. Keep consistent action and focus your energy on the crux points that need to get done. Because there's always a couple crux, regardless of like what that goal might be, there's always going to be something that that is the one or two crux points towards achieving that. Um, so anyway, that, that was just something that I went through this weekend that I kind of realized, you know, that whole st- story of the tortoise and the hare and slow and steady wins the race and how to implement how to implement that into our everyday life into our goal setting and how to achieve those goals uh, much more effectively so yeah the the takeaway again guys is just consistent action with focused direction on the key points so yeah that's uh that's just what was on the top of my mind this morning guys honestly um I had a great race this weekend I was stoked even though I was kind of nervous before every race the slow and steady, um, calm, collective paddling that I did, uh, it, it it really relaxed me, honestly, as well at the start of the race and, and pretty much every day that I was going down and every lap that I was doing. But it just helped me with consistently some of my best lines um, on the whole river. And I was just amazed at how that slow and steady um, 
kind of mentality, I guess, um, really just turned into great results through and through. Even if it wasn't the fastest, I'm not saying like I was going out there, you know, crushing any record times or anything like that, but that wasn't my goal either. So figure out what your goals are, guys, and figure out a way to put consistent action, focus those Focus your energy at those crux points and you guys are going to just knock it out of the park. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for uh, sending me your DMs, uh, your messages, your reviews. It's all greatly, greatly appreciated. If you guys got any value out of this, please share it with a friend or family member or just copy and paste the link onto your social and share it out that way. Uh, It greatly helps us grow our collective, grow our community, and just get this message out to more and more people as we're just trying to grow as a whole and share the good word. So Nick Troutman signing off, wishing you all an awesome day. Cheers. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.